Welcome to the Dynamite Podcast. My name is Joe Rybant, and each and every week we'll be here talking about the week ahead, the week that was, and much, much more. We're back from San Diego, and what a great trip it was. Nice to see folks like Brandon and Jessica Jurwa, Mark Mason, Matt Maxwell, Brett Matthews, Christos Gage, Joshua Ortega, Lee Motor, Jimmy Palmiotti, Doug and Pam Murray, Mike Turner, John Lehman, J.T. Kroll, Vince Hernandez, Eduardo Alpente, Edgar Salazar, Hannibal Taboo, Tom Spurgeon, Graham McMillan, Joe Prado, Greg Ticini, Ron Mars, Philip and the Top Cow Crew, Chris and Alex Rossard, Brian Reed, Luke Lieberman, and too many more to name here. The place was a zoo, but who doesn't like a trip to the zoo once a year? This week we're off to Chicago, and while Chicago will be checking in on some recently announced projects, including Superpowers with Alex Ross and Jim Kruger, as well as watching the big news break over the weekend. More on that in a few minutes. For anyone attending Wizard World Chicago, be sure to hit up the Aspen booth, number 429, for the dynamite debut of the Spider-Man Red Sony number 1 alternate cover. You can check it out over at newsarama.com. They have an uh, image of it, as well as a thread started discussing it. And also at the show, for any, and for anyone in the Chicagoland area, be sure to check out the debut of Red Sony number 25, the Graham Crackers alternate cover. They're giving away this special edition to celebrate their 25th year in the business. More details at their site, grahamcrackers.com. And like during San Diego, if you're not heading to the Midwest, be sure to head on over to the Dynamite message boards this weekend and let us know what you think of our titles and interact with other Dynamite fans. Now, in stores this week, August 8th, 2007. First up, Red Sonia 25 by Oming, Holmes, and Vinicius. This is it, the 25th anniversary issue of Red Sonia, She-Devil with a Sword, plus the debut of co-writer Brian Reed, along with Michael Avon Oming. Defying all expectations, Red Sonia is a huge hit. Month in and month out, readers are captivated with the adventures of the beautiful Red Sonia and her cast of allies and villains. Now, writer Michael Avon Oming sets the stage for the next year's worth of events as Sonia brings the battle back to Hyboria to face the growing power of Kulan Goth. New allies are revealed, old allies lost, and villains abound as Sonia battles her way back and faces a world on fire. Oming is joined again by Holmes, while artist Mel Ruby is finishing up Spider-Man Red Sonia, as well as cover artists Art Adams, Mel Ruby, Ariel Alavetti, and Paul Renaud. And also don't miss the Art Adams Negative Art Incentive cover and the Morato Incentive cover. While in San Diego, we put together a special team to create Red Sonia number 30 through 35. Look for more details in the next week or so. It's going to be different and fun. Also this week, Army of Darkness from the Ashes number 1 by Kohorik, Blanco, and Neves. Dynamite proudly presents the return of Ash and the Army of Darkness. Fresh from the Marvel Zombies vs. AOD crossover, well, not minty fresh, but fresh enough, uh, from his appearance in the universe of the Marvel Zombies, our unintrepid hero has returned to his own world, and what a world it's become. Evil Ash and his dead-eyed hordes rule the land, and everywhere Ash turns is filled with mutants and monsters. Can Ash J. Williams gather his chosen and take down the dead-eyed hordes and restore order to the world? Read on and find out. All the action and post-apocalyptic excitement is once again brought to you from the creative team of James Cahorek and artist Fernando Blanco, and features a stunning painted cover from Arthur Sudam, as well as a variant chase cover by Fabiano Neves. And also don't miss the Virgin Sudam incentive cover and the ver uh, Negative Art Sudam incentive cover. Uh, Marvel's putting the finishing touches on the Marvel Zombies vs. AOD crossover hardcover, and we're underway, well underway, on Ash's next crossover adventure. I'll tease it, and I think I've teased it before, by saying it features two other horror icons and is truly cinematic in scope. And rounding out the week, we have The Boys number 9 by, of course, Garth Ennis and Derek Robertson, along with colors Tony Avena. The most talked about comic of the year continues from Dynamite Entertainment. 
The game is afoot as Huey and Butcher's murder investigation runs deeper into the Tech Knight's background. The deeper they dig, though, the bigger the mystery. And what dark secret does Huey have about the Tech Knight and his headquarters? You have to see this one to believe it. Recommended for mature readers, of course. Now, have you checked out the boys? If you haven't, grab a trade and find out for yourself what everyone is talking about. Coming soon, we have Savage Tales number 3, Highlander number 10, New Battlestar Galactica Season 0 number 1, Jungle Girl, and Terminator 2, Infinity number 2. And as we do each and every week, uh, we have Ask Dynamite, and uh, we do this in our companion emailer as well. If you've got a letter or comment, please feel free to send it on over to letters at dynamiteentertainment.com and mark them OK to print. This week, a King Jason writes, I am loving every story you guys are doing on my favorite heroine. I loved her TV show, and I am enjoying the Dark Xena comic. I also love Gabrielle's new look, too. Wow. Any chance you guys can keep this new look on her? Please. I would love to see Gabrielle be called the Amazon Princess as well, since she is a true Amazon Princess and has proven herself many times already. It's time this character kept growing, too. There was even a hint that she was on her own for a few months before running into Xena again. How about doing a miniseries on Gabrielle, in action on her own? Since you also published Red Sonja, how about doing a miniseries on these two ladies together? At first as foes, and then later on teaming up against the real menace behind it all. It would be so cool to see Xena and Red Sonja cross swords. It would be quite a battle between these two ladies. Then later on, quite a pair as partners in battle against the villain. How about it, please? And once again, that's from King Jason. And ladies and gentlemen, of course, we are in the presence of royalty. All hail, King Jason. Seriously, though, Jay, thanks for writing. As far as Sonya and Xena, you're not the first to suggest such a titanic team-up, and never say never. We're going crossover crazy, in case you haven't noticed, so maybe your dreams will come true after all. All right, let's take a look at some dynamite in the news, a roundup of reviews. Looks like a lot of people are talking about Spider-Man Red Sonya number one. And first up, we have Silver Bullet comic books that really like the art in the issue, saying, quote, Ruby's and Buccioletto's Spider-Man is absolutely perfect. When they first introduce him, he swings upside down, and while carrying on the conversation with MJ, boots two plug uglies. Spidey's not just some generic strongman whose muscles bulge under a costume that looks painted on his skin. Ruby and Bucciolato make him a lank individual in what is clearly costume that appears to look prone to ripping and tearing. They make his body language comically odd, as well as agile. ComicAddiction.com took a look at Spider-Man Red Sony number 1 as well, saying, quote, Spider-Man Red Sony number 1 is a good first issue to what can be a really great miniseries. I think Oming has started things off well and has really let you know how these characters act. The next issue should really dive into how these characters act with one another, and I'm excited to see how Oming does that. Marvel and Dynamite Entertainment have one hit under the belts with Army of Darkness slash Marvel Zombies, and I can't wait to see what happens with Spider-Man slash Red Sonja, and how fans of both Spider-Man and Red Sonja react to the overall story. Being a fan of both characters, I'm on board to find out. And IGN.com took a look at Spider-Man Red Sonja number one, saying, quote, The first thing many readers will notice is that this tale takes place before the events of Civil War, well before if the relatively unfettered lifestyle of Peter and Mary Jane is any indication. This may be a huge plus for those less than enamored with the current direction of the Spider-Man books. Now, before we go, let's do a Dynamite Tease of the Week. I mentioned it at the top of the show, but there is a big, and I typed that in all caps in the script that I'm reading from, big, B-I-G, huge, big, news coming out of Chicago this week concerning Dynamite. I can say no more, but by this time next week, all will be revealed. And it's actually on par with the Superpowers announcement, I would say, in terms of bigness. So that'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening. Email us and tell us what you think. We can be reached online at dynamiteentertainment.com, and I can be reached at submissions at dynamiteentertainment.com, 
or letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. To find a comic shop near you, visit cls.diamondcomics.com or call 1-888-COMIC-BOOK.